0: It's good to see everyone. Thank you for coming to the the first meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, which held on the first Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Thank you for joining us, whether it be live or uh, virtual, uh, Facebook. Uh, there are um, some items that we have to address. Most items are strictly by the agenda. There may be some additional conversation based on what's presented to us, but you're certainly welcome to uh, Viewers in the comfort of your own home or certainly come and sit in with us and share with us as we uh, try to do our best with the business of Liberty County, Georgia, the place that we all love and call home. At this time, we're going to put our meeting, and Pastor Kendall Page is here. He's going to come and lead us in our prayer, and then we'll do our pleasure please. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Pastor Page, if will you give your name and, t- and tell us your church, sir.
1: Bishop Kendall Page of the Church's Emanuel Christian Center here in Hinesville, Georgia. Thank
0: you, sir.
1: Stand now. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you for this day to thank you for all you've done and all you'll do in this meeting. God, we thank you for all the elected officials. We pray as they conduct business for Liberty County, that everything will be done in decent and in orderly fashion. Father, give them the wisdom, the guidance, the integrity they need to take care of all the people in here in Liberty County. It's in Jesus' name we do pray and give you praise. Let's also uh, cite the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, Under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Lady Page, it's good to
0: see you too out there. That's my sister radio buddy. (laughs) Good to have you. Good to have you. Um, I'm going to allow Commissioner Walden to make an announcement. We certainly are all still praying for the Brown family uh, and the loss of uh, our kind administrator's mother. Uh, We uh, certainly share with you sir and uh, i'll have to say it's a beautiful ceremony a beautiful ceremony so i thought some prayers are continually with you sir uh, what do you want to announce
2: you will know, we'll always remember your mama and, you know she was a safe haven for my children when they would leave and joseph martin coming back you know, they always knew they could stop by your mama's house so, uh, appreciate everything she did not just for her children and her grandchildren but for the community and especially the folks in martin woods I'd like to also uh, make a comment this, this evening that Liberty County has lost um, a leader, a businessman that has um, been here many years. Um, Mr. Wyman May passed away from what I understand. Um, he was on a bank board in, in the Hinesville Bank when it was there, the Heritage Bank was. Was very involved, I think, in the First Methodist Church for many, many years. His wife of fame is now in uh, nursing home over in um, in Richmond Hill. But um, they didn't have any children, except for the ones that she taught and the ones that she <laughs> mentored. And the same way with with Mr. May, you, you you could talk to him five minutes and learn something for a lifetime. So. Keep the May family in your prayers this afternoon. Thank you.
0: Thank you, sir. If I may add, Mr. May was a, a resident historian on Taylor's Creek. Uh, I spoke to someone today at Heritage Bank just in conversation. She asked who I was. And uh, she did not know that uh, fortune was not always there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we had a chance to share that, and Mr. May was the resident expert on Taylor's Creek and in every County, so he will be missed. Um, he, uh, he and I, were ha- we had a project in the works. We ha- I have to make sure that project is completed in his honor. And I do know too uh, that he and Mr. LeFayne uh, were, if not di- directly, indirectly responsible for the archives room at the library. Directly, yes sir. Directly for the library. So we may need to visit some honors to them for, for that Mr. Brown in the future. Okay. All right, did we miss any money Thank you so much. All right. All right. Department of Reports. Mr. Rickinson,
3: LCPC. Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the commission.
2: Chairman. Yes, sir. sir. Um, I think we need to certify our minutes.
4: Minutes.
0: Not on there. Yes. That's on there. Not on mine, either. Are we going to do it at the... uh, Mr. Brown, we're gonna do that at the. Uh... You
5: can do it tonight, sir. If you want to, later on, whichever you
0: want to. All right, let's let's wave it to the, we'll right. we'll, we'll we'll the next meeting. We'll play catch up. We'll we'll play we'll it right. to the next meeting. We'll play catch up. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? We have a short agenda, though. We got a short <laughs> agenda. We can we hey, can interject all kinds of this, stuff tonight. This, <laughs> this. Yeah. Let's take advantage of the short agenda. Please, chair, the motion please. to approve the minutes. So moved. Mr. Chair. <laughs> in further discussion, all in favor, show <laughs> hands, please. Right, use our time wisely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, Mr. Bickerson.
3: Okay. Thank you, sir. We have one request tonight. This is a conditional use. Of, uh, Mr. Chairman, this has also been advertised as a public hearing as well. If you need to go into a public hearing for the, before I present or after. But
0: okay. Uh, chair, any motion to go to public hearing? So moved. Second. All in favor, show your hands, please. All right, now in public hearing, sir, you may present.
3: Thank you. This is a conditional use uh, it has been submitted by Mr. Gil Sykes uh, to uh, ex- to renew a surface mine that's been in existence for several, for many years uh, out on Islands Highway, and uh, with also with, with the potential to uh, expand that in the future. This is a picture of the sign that we placed out there, an ad for the public hearing that we ran in the Coastal Courier. And this is a picture of the, uh, Islands Highway, uh, Yellow Bluff out beyond that. You can see this is sort of an upside down triangular piece of property. It's immediately adjacent to a piece of property owned by his brother that y'all approved a similar request for, conditional use request for, back in the fall. And this is the existing. Borrow pit he'd like to renew uh, he, he had he had a permission from the state to uh dig a a pit there and he didn't dig it all so he'd like to renew that and finish that pit and then maybe in the future sometime dig an additional pit down in the, in the lower part of that piece of property and this is the zoning you can see it's a split zone the uh the road frontage is on AR one and the rest of the property the lower part of the property is on a one but all the pit uh all the current pit and the future pit are all in the A1 area, and uh, borrow pits are allowed as a conditional use in, in those two zones. This is project narrative, very simple. It just says that uh, Mr. Sykes is in the process of continuing the operation of this existing borrow pit. Uh, he's he's uh, pursuing renewal of that permit through the EPD, and it says right there that he wants to ultimately expand an additional 30 acres in the, sometime in the future. And that's just a copy of the of the plan that was provided by T.R. along for the existing pit. And anytime we do these kind of conditional use requests, we have to consider the six criteria that are in your ordinance. Uh, the first one: uh, the use shall not adversely affect the economic values or physical appearance of the neighborhood or area surrounding the lot or site in question. And we have determined that it will not. Number two, the use will be consistent with the comprehensive plan and with the purpose and intent of the agricultural land district. and uh, we concluded yes for that one. Number three, the establishment maintenance operation of such use shall not be detrimental or endanger the public health, safety or general welfare. We answered no to that one. Number four, uh, the use will not create an undue burden on transportation including streets, transit, <coughs> schools, utilities or a provision of public safety. we indicated no for that one. Number five, the design shall minimize adverse physical and environmental effects on adjacent properties, including adverse uh, visual impacts. Buffer zones were necessary to shield any adverse factors shall be considered. We didn't identify any impacts. Uh, Number six, additional space for parking and landscaping and adequate adequate measures for ingress and egress shall be considered as necessary to protect adjacent structures or lots. Uh, We have not noted any of those. Planning Commission held a public hearing on this last month and they recommend approval with standard conditions. So I'll be glad to answer any questions. Um, TR Long is here also to answer any specific technical questions that you might have about this borrowed pit. Uh,
0: Public hearing. So before I go to the Commission, is anyone here to speak to the project? Requests?
6: Good evening. I'm Jamie Stuckey. With um, I'm representing the owner on this. Yes, um, he basically what we've got is a 14 acre existing pond that they're uh, borrow area that they're digging and just trying to get the conditional use permit um, with the ex- understanding they may do an expansion in the future. Is there any questions or?
0: I'm sure there are. I would want to give you the chance first. Uh, anyone else in the audience speak for or against? You want to start, Commissioner Stevens? Or do you want me
7: to? Uh, I've had a couple of people from that area to <clears throat> talk with me about the uh, runoff of the water going onto their property. <clears throat> Have that issue been looked at between you and Mr. Long? Uh,
6: being that it's a borrow pit, it should not. It's all encased, and when they pump out. They have a cleaning process they have to go through. There's not a direct release to adjacent properties.
7: <clears throat> That's what this gentleman explained to me that water is now coming onto his property. I'm
5: not aware of that issue. I'll be glad to look into it, but I'm not aware of it.
7: <clears throat> and the other issue that we do have is not the bar pit. <clears throat> It's what's coming out of the bar pit and how it's being transferred from one point to another point. Yes, sir. It's <clears throat> and I know this is just a conditional use approval. But I think we need to mention all of these things that go along with it. It's damaging the road. It's the trucks that's coming out of the bar pit. Do y'all have any solution to that? Or how can you help with that? Because if not, it's going to cost Liberty County a substantial amount of money in the long run. Any that may be easier for
8: me to answer? Yes. Yes, sir. Um, <coughs> I will make sure uh, we do have some agreements with uh, Baker Constructors to come in and put a little bit more asphalt in. Uh, we're trying to let them get through some of the major parts of what they're working on with the Buildings 1, 2, and 3 up at the Dorchester Commerce Center. And then we were gonna have them go back out and overlay a couple of areas where we have some uh, failures and try to fix some of the damage that they did uh, as part of buildings one, two, and three. So that is coming. They haven't done it yet because they haven't stopped moving dirt yet. So I didn't wanna go do it and then have more failures and then do it again. So we kind of wanted to try to get them all at one time.
7: But Trent, that whole road is a clay-based road or a rock base.
8: We have a little bit of combination different things in different places okay and i I hadn't i hadn't i haven't done like an evaluation all the way down Um, we do have several overlays we've had over the years so we have a pretty thick asphalt base Um, some places we have uh, kind of a it's not a soil cement but it's blackish looking kind of thing uh soil
7: cement kind of stuff underneath there so i'm sorry but I heard what you're saying in certain areas, and you're talking about up where the warehouses are at. Mm -hmm. But that whole road, yes, sir, the whole entire road, it's going downhill. It does. It's going downhill fast.
8: And it's been a long time since we've had an overlay on
0: that road as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm reminded, Mr. Brown, you might want to reiterate, uh, I guess Trent, you could do. Uh, about the county being unable, for lack of a better word, to impose restrictions on what is deemed commercial traffic. You want to speak to that, sir, so everybody would be clear on that?
5: If it's a public road, then it's very hard. We can certainly talk to Kelly, but it's very hard then to oppose load restrictions on those vehicles like that including log trucks so um, I mean again I think we we can talk to Kelly and see but the, the ability to say you can't use the public roadway
0: is is pretty difficult but I remember that yeah um, my friend have you been versed on on, on uh, the the adjacent bar pit and, and what we as commissioners had to endure a that little a, bit a little bit a little bit well we we still wearing the scars. I understand, sir. We're still wearing the scars. Uh, as Commissioner Steven indicated, it's really the policing part of it. Uh, some of the uh, dump trucks uh, felt that they were the only vehicles on the roads and made the, the locals to feel that they were the outsiders or they were the intruders. So there was not a respect for uh, pedestrian traffic, what do you call that, the, the regular? Uh, traffic so so we and and then we found out says commissioners almost feeling like we were you know hand tied where we couldn't do anything to help those people out uh, based on the complaints that several of them made so uh, so I, I, my initial thought was go back to the owner and say hey these people are working for you please police them but we put a this gentleman behind you spent a lot of time and effort uh being the policeman uh, to include having the police <laughs> our county insurance department. So, uh, so, listen, so we have a, a form of PTSD. <laughs> you talk about opening up that again. Um, so I, I, I beg of you, you know, and the owner, and Mr. Long, I guess you're a partner too, to, to please ensure that it's done and done well and that it's, it's smooth. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to have the same level, the same volume, or um, uh, where that is.
8: That's one of those things you can't tell. You don't have your
0: crystal ball out to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but I promise you, my friend, it, it was it was not a pleasant experience for the commissioners. Yeah. So I share that with you. Yes, sir. So you can take that back. I will. Yeah. Um, and we need all the help that we can get. We, you know, once again, it, I know it was a labor intensive on our Sheriff's department side. They had to pretty much sit and and police it. You know. And then we had to call in who?
8: Call in okay. DRT. I mean, so it
0: was a full, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, so I'm having, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's like PTSD, oh my gosh, what? You know. And that wasn't that long ago. So. No, it wasn't that long ago. We still, we still get bad behavior reports. You, know, you can't yeah.
8: get rid of all the bad behavior yeah. of all yeah. the dump
0: trucks. But and this commission supports progress, and we support uh, industry. We support what the gentleman wants to do with his properties, no doubt about that. We just need to ensure that all sides are protected. I understand completely, He's sir. able to, to do his business, but the people that live in that area are also able to navigate that road without having to, uh, being fearful of uh, traffic accidents, being run through road, those kind of things. Right. Yes, sir. If you, if you please. I will pass it along. you please. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, I, but let's be a little more proactive this time. If, if something gets out of kilter early on, uh, before we talked about stopping the operation, I'll be honest with you, because it was just that bad. Yes, sir. But, so let's not get there again. But if you do, gentlemen, let's call it earlier so we can get a handle on that. All
9: right. Uh right. Mr. Chair, uh, I, I guess that was another question I guess I have for, for Mr. Long. Uh, in, in that particular vicinity, how many borough pits are over there? That's in. You're talking about on Kerns Island. Well, right, just yeah, in that yeah, particular. So, no, let's, just say, let's just say what, maybe mind, a I'm, five I'm, or ten, 10 mile radius that are active right now? Because I, I know we've been approving a whole lot of borrow pits. So, on Colonels Island- That's active?
8: You have those two that are active.
0: That on 196 um. on EG- uh, um. the, the, uh, yeah. we, we did two Colfer. more on 196 cutoff okay. for
8: Barry Ray right. and Melissa Ray. Right. You did one for uh, Ray Pittman, which is out at the intersection of Limerick and yes. 17. Yes, we did. Uh, Several years ago, you did one for Paul Krebs, which is on Islands Highway, which is kind of across the street from the Dorchester Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also have the Dykes pit, which Mm -hmm. is a permitted pit. It's not active pit, right there next to Randy Dykes' house. Um, The uh, Industrial Authority has a pit for internal use. It's not a... EPD up pit. So those are the ones you have in that area. Um, Daybreak Industrial just did one right there off of 17 off of uh, Smiley, All. Uh, Smiley All Road. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that- there's there's several more
9: throughout the county all right so uh, wherever you find good dirt you're probably gonna find a bar Right. trust me I understand and just like what the chairman was saying I think everyone on this With commission we, we definitely support uh, economic yeah. development yeah. And, and progress in Liberty County but also I guess I have another question for you out of all of those who's the the engineer on majority of them I've done through. I've done several five Okay, so the, the point that, that I'm saying is, I, I think what the chairman was saying to Mr. Stuckey, that's yes, right, sir. Yes, sir. I, I think he was trying to say it to both of y'all. And if he wasn't, I'm saying it to both parties. Uh, the accountability doesn't just lay with the owner or Mr. Stuckey, but with all the respect, Ms. Long, with you as well, because you are our eyes on the ground. Uh, we without respect that's not our job even that we are here and we do you know take a look at it but without respect ms chair the buck stops with him. so if if you could just be our eyes and make sure that it doesn't sure. get out of out of place like it has in the past be oh yes very, sir yes
8: sir no i very seldom have we had any of these bar pits that uh were they through hundreds of dump trucks on it like yeah. they did this year. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. and, and know. you know, so that that was a that, very that. on non-typical yeah. Yeah. scenario. Yeah. Hey, I Almost it. every one of them has been kind of like a non-event. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, yeah. then all of a sudden that one was like, it was yeah. really bad. It was, yeah. yeah, it was I mean, bad.
0: That was my question about what can we expect from this one? Yeah. You know? Right, and, and, yeah.
9: and I remember it was an issue with some of the dump trucks not having Having certain things on it. Oh, so yeah. some of them
8: didn't have their uh, tart wasn't right. Doing right. Right. And then so, some of them were see getting
9: I'm dirt underneath. Thinking back about. It. So. Yeah. How, yeah. how how can we make sure that those aren't the same duck trucks that we're put back on the road? Yeah.
8: Yeah. No. I, but so one of the things that we did do, we spent a good bit of time where you know I was on the phone with the DOT. They had their uh, scales out there a good bit. The sheriff's department actually. Um, I was sending my inspectors, a couple of retired DOT guys up and down the road two or three times a week just to, you know, check, say, hey, are they sweeping? Are they keeping it clean? Is dirt along the road? So, yes, sir, we have been out there a lot. As a matter of fact, I think Andy called Marion several times when we saw an issue that was going on out
9: there to kind oh, of let been, him know I'll hey oh, know. this is what's happening. Right. And that's and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're spending that time, but I mean that's, that's Oh okay. yeah.
8: No well, I, I agree. So I that that is not something that's that's uh fun f- yeah, I, I I still get those emails uh like two or three times a week. If if there's a truck driver that has any kind of bad behavior, I get a text message. Right. <laughs> I had one the other day where a truck driver was coming off I-95, not from the bar fits, hauling a load of stone to these sites. And his tarp on the driver's side went all the way back, but it was halfway up on the passenger mm-hmm. side, and the driver didn't know it. And so it was all flapping in the wind. And, so you know, it's I, I, I know we just can't like, do
9: anything about the weight, but, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think everyone knows where I'm end of the day, sir, yeah. you are us. So yes, sir. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll
8: and try and my best help. to make sure we don't get you. And please you <laughs> help
9: Commissioner Stevens, please. I just sir,
8: I'll it. make sure I'll try mm-hmm. to, i try to make sure I'll call you and let you know. There you go. All right, Stay. And okay.
9: if he has to call me.
7: Not necessary.
9: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, discussion. I think the point's clear, sir. Oh, we yes,
7: sir. oh sorry. all right. All right Commissioner Stevens. Gentlemen, I'll make the motion that we go ahead and approve this uh, conditional use for the Sykes pit and keeping in mind, although <laughs> this is not part of the motion, all the concerns that have been mentioned.
0: All the concerns, sir. Sure. Yes, yeah, second to the motion.
7: Second.
0: Yeah. Which well, second we approve the conditional use uh, request as presented by LCPC with notice of all the discussions, <laughs> you know, and. Um, once again, we're very clear. We support economic development. And Mr. Long and Mr. Brown has educated all of us that we're in South Georgia where there are a lot of wetlands, so there's a lot of need for soil, and these people have prime soil, so we're not trying to in any way interfere with their abilities you know, to make those sales. But we just have to make sure that our citizens are taken care of in the process. All right, All in favor, show of hands, please. In opposition. All right, sir. Fiscal year 23 audit report, Mr. Trey Scott.
5: We just need to, we can't go back. Oh, I'm sorry. So move, Mr. Chair. Second. Second. All in
0: favor? Back in the regular session. Thank you, Mr. Brown.
10: Well, good evening, everyone. Hello, sir. Again, my name is Trey Scott. I was the partner who oversaw the audit of the county's June 30, 2023 financial statements and. Pleased to be here with you all this evening to discuss the results of that audit. Uh, just kind of give you an idea of why I'm here today, going to uh, do a quick introduction to Malden & Jenkins, go over uh, our auditor's reports, your compliance reports, your financial statements, uh, some required re- communications with you, and then certainly give you the opportunity to ask any questions that you all may have. Really quickly about Malden & Jenkins, we were founded over 100 years ago. We serve over 650 governmental entities throughout the Southeast. We do this across 13 offices in five states, and the office that serves the county is our Savannah, Georgia office. Uh, But enough about us. I think of particular importance Mm -hmm. to you all is our audit opinion on your financial statements. Uh, I think, as you all know, the the county's act for the annual comprehensive financial report is the responsibility of, of management. It's our responsibility as your auditor to express opinions on that financial information based on our audit, and we do that by following generally accepted auditing standards and government auditing standards. Uh, And I'm pleased to report to you all today that we were able to issue the county a clean uh, or what we call an unmodified opinion. And what that basically means is that your financial statements present fairly the financial position and the results of the county's operations as of June 30, 2023. And that's what you're looking for is a clean opinion. It's the highest level of assurance that we can provide to you as your auditor. Uh, I think you all probably know this, but if you don't, you all go above and beyond the minimum required reporting of a local government. You present what I just mentioned, an ACFER, Annual Comprehensive Financial Report, uh, and it has additional sections within it, uh, including an introductory section and, and ten years of statistical information as well. So, uh, And that ACFER is submitted to GFOA, the Government Finance Officers Association, every year in their Certificate of Achievement for Excellence in Financial Reporting Program. Uh, and your 2022 certificate was included in your 23 financial statements. Uh, and this 2023 certificate when you receive it here in a few months, uh, will be the 21st time you've, you've received that certificate. So that's certainly something, uh, I think, or I know the finance department works really hard, uh, to, to achieve each year. Uh, something I know that, that they're very proud of. And I think you all should be very proud of, uh, as well couple of compliance reports that are in your for as well. The first we call our Yellow Book Report. This is where we report any kind of significant issues as it relates to your internal controls and compliance. If you'll notice, back in 21, we had four audit findings. Last year we had two, and this year we only have one. Uh, and, and that's a, a significant deficiency finding related to segregation of duties. It's one that we've had for several years. Uh, and, and it mostly applies to some of the elected officials offices where you just don't have enough people to properly segregate those duties. Um, but uh, it, it's one of those that we, we have continued to carry forward and I know the county continues to work to try to clear that up uh, and we're happy to help in, in any way that we but can.
0: But e- even with that finding there were no irregularities? No, that. no,
10: yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean that we found any kind of fraud or significant issues or anything like that, it's just one of those that we feel like you could you could tighten up some controls uh, as it relates to those those duties that may overlap. Uh, and uh, and that's kind of what we're saying in that, in that finding. Is that
0: just a staffing issue or that's just traditional operations? Probably a little bit of both, a bit of both. But, but again,
5: yeah. not in a department under our control. I understand. I understand. So we can recommend and then examine what would be needed to, to do that for funding.
0: Yeah, I suggest we do that. Sure. So we, at least be sure we paid attention to it and we made our recommendation.
5: Indeed.
10: Okay.
2: Uh, oh, excuse me, when you do that, do you do that in a formal letter, or is that?
5: Usually just conversation with the maybe,
2: maybe we need to start documenting that if it's not, if we think it's the same group, okay. OK? That's my, that's
10: all I want to miss Chair.
0: And I'd like to do this, too, just for comparison. So would I find that kind of finding in other counties
10: it, it is certainly prevalent it's in okay. other counties. Okay,
0: all right. Now that I want to be on the what side, <laughs> the, the non-efficient side, but but if it's if it's if it's something that's commonplace,
10: you, you I, I, out of the 162 counties in the state of Georgia, yeah, you all are not the only one with 159, that. With 159. 150, sorry, 159. 159. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you. I'm just I'm just No, Now I was close. I'm just out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. All yeah, right. Yeah, I think I think Commissioner Walters write a little note to
9: him that you know the you know. Your language. I guess that goes back to the question. So uh, I know you were saying that it's just a a separation of duties. Uh, Do you see that more prevalent in, I guess, what uh, communities or counties our size? And smaller, correct. Smaller, correct. Mm -hmm. Right.
10: Okay. Thank you, sir. Sure. The other report is our single audit report. Anytime you spend more than $750,000 in federal grant monies, you're required to have a single audit on your major grant programs. We did perform a single audit this year, uh, had no findings related to that single audit. Uh, We issued you all an unmodified or clean opinion on compliance with your major grant programs. so that's a great thing as well. If we move on from our reports, just kind of take a look at the numbers themselves. Within your for, you have two sets of financial statements. You've got a big picture view, our government-wide statements, which you only see once a year in your for, uh, And then you have fund-level financial statements, which is like your general fund, solid waste, your individual funds that you all kind of see on a monthly, quarterly basis. And what we're looking at here are your government-wide statements. And I'm not going to obviously read these numbers to you, but just wanted to point out a couple. Uh, the next to last bullet, your net position, so your bottom line, the difference between your assets and your liabilities uh, or, or your equity, uh, $113.5 million at June 30, 2022, and we increased that, that number uh, this year, so your, your revenue across all funds and your expenses across all funds uh, netted to an increase to your, to your bottom line by about $8.3 million. That's what that bottom bullet point is saying. A lot of times people want to ask, you know, how healthy is the county? Uh, and an audit's not designed to tell you uh, how healthy you are, but there are certain metrics that you can look at to kind of gauge that health. And one of the places I look uh, is how old are our capital assets? Are we continuing to reinvest in the county? Are we allowing our assets to age and get older? And this graph is is really telling. Um, The closer that green column is to, to the blue column would tell me that your assets are significantly aged and we haven't really been reinvesting. But the, the larger the difference, the, the, the newer your capital assets are, the more we've been reinvesting in the county. Uh, and so that's, that's a good, healthy-looking capital asset, asset activity graph. Uh, so if we move on from your government-wide statements to your general fund, I think what you're more apt to see, and again, again on a monthly, quarterly basis, um, just want to draw your attention to a couple of these bullet points. Fund balance at June 30, 2022 was just a shade under $25 million. Twenty of that was unassigned. Uh, And then the next to last bullet, we're talking about health again, right? Almost five months of expenditures in your unassigned fund balance. So what that means is that if you didn't bring in another dollar, you could probably make it for another five months. You all are at June 30 year end. Property taxes are an important revenue source for you. We collect property taxes in November and December. So having about a five month worth of expenditures in your fund balance, good place to be. Uh, And then the other place I like to look is liquidity. So how many times could you take your current assets and pay your current liabilities, like your, your your invoices, your payroll, and those kinds of things? And at June 30, 2022, you all could have done that about six and a half times. So that's a good, strong, liquid financial position as well for the general fund.
0: If I may. Sure. You, 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 you got my gears turning. You bet. Um, when he talks about the age of capital items, when we do our CIP program, is that one of the criteria, age of? The AC units, age of uh, certainly comes into play, but
5: I think I think what he's saying is your decision to make sure that those obviously those capital items mm-hmm. don't sit out there in an aged position for mm-hmm. a long time right. and are looking for fund investments, mm-hmm. buildings, large capital okay. to reinvest in right. is quite telling yeah. versus letting the buildings completely run down. Yeah. Um, that speaks good of the program that you've got, that you all have established for, for those asset replacements.
0: You put a check in that box, or... <laughs> <laughs>
10: It's a healthy looking capital, ac- right. certainly healthy looking capital asset activity, for sure. Thank you, sir. Sure. So if we look at the general fund kind of graphically, you can see the growth over the course of the last six years. I mean, the, the blue column is revenues, you've got expenditures as the green column, uh, and then unassigned fund balance is your orange column. And we really need, 2022 was kind of an anomaly because you issued some debt right at the end of the year and we had some proceeds that we hadn't spent yet. And that's why your unassigned fund balance looks so high in 2022 and dips back down in 2023. If you take 2022 out, we're still trending in the right direction. So that's, I I don't have any concern with the big dip in your unassigned fund balance simply because like I said, you had issued debt, we just hadn't used the proceeds that we got from the issuance of debt yet on the projects that, that we were gonna use them for. <clears throat> Moving on from the general fund to solid waste. Uh, a deficit it's really deficit net position in the solid uh, solid waste fund, but I know through my conversations with the finance department uh, manager, um, you all I think are in the process of or planning to do another rate study uh, to try to get rates where they need to be. Um, if, if you know if I've had one concern about anything at the county it's just making sure we're charging what we need to charge to support the solid waste fund. Solid waste fund's a business-type entity or business-type activity, and business-type activities are, are generally run like a private sector business where they're generating enough operating income to cover their operating expenses. Uh, and, and I don't know that, I think, when we look at this graph from over the course of the last six years, we were doing that in 18, 19, 20, and then all of a sudden, kind of 21, 22, 23, you can see revenues were dipping below operating expenses so that would have been my recommendation was to let's let's maybe look at rates and see what we can do to try to get that that fund back into a little bit better position so that maybe it's not being subsidized by another fund so it I sounds like it, that's I, what you all are I doing i thought
0: it hadn't been that long
5: actually actually you know we were talking last we have engaged john Colbertson already at our okay. first initial meeting with him but actually right. you're coming up on your fifth year oh, it's oh almost been gosh. five years
10: <laughs> time flies <laughs>
0: Wow. But Joey, um can can we say though, I remember when we were new of the new commissioners, the solid waste that what 1.1, what one was you showing? I mean it was a lot It
5: it was a lot more upside down. Yeah. Well in fact you yeah. look back on twenty eighteen. Yeah. You kinda see before we did the last. I remember last it was a lot adjustment. more upside down, yes, so. sir. And we have adjusted rates. Yeah. Uh, didn't get them done last didn't get them done last year, but this year they mm. did go up as part of that
10: analysis It was right. approved by the board. Right. And moving on from the numbers, just some things that government auditing standards require me to communicate to you all, your financial statement disclosures, your accounting judgments, your estimates, um, those policies, those are all the responsibility of management and, and are very integral parts of your financial statements. We had no disagreements or difficulties in the performance of our audit. Uh, <laughs> you know, finance department, very professional folks that we deal with primarily. Uh, and uh, certainly appreciate that it, it get us what we need when we need it. That's that's very refreshing from our standpoint as as your auditor. Uh, no uncorrected misstatements. We talked about the finding already, and then just want to make sure you're aware that we're independent of the county in accordance with all of the applicable standards of, of our profession. A uh, few new accounting standards that have come out. Actually, they just issued 102 not too long ago. So, uh, but we don't anticipate any of these having a significant impact on the county if, if we do. Determine that to be the case. Uh, we'll work with the finance department on the best course of action for implementation of those. And that pretty much concludes what I wanted to report to you all this evening. Uh, it's always been a pleasure to serve Liberty County, and, and we look forward to serving you all in the future. And if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer those. Any questions? I
11: had a, a follow up, maybe a question or not. But anyway, thank you, miss Richardson. I believe, is this your first audit? I was so, here at the tail end of so last year. So last year. It's my first on my own. Right. It right. looks like you did a great job, you and your team back <laughs> there. So, appreciate that. But I did have, and you made uh, on that next to last slide there about the compensated. Is that something that goes into place now? This year?
10: It'll be 20. Oh, sorry.
11: In this book, there was.
10: Let's go 25.
11: One oh. 101 the compensated
10: absences yeah it'll 101 will be effective for fiscal 25 so we're 25, in 20 right we're so in 24 we now and then heads
11: up on what it's going to that's right entail for the following year okay okay all right so that's something i guess it's,
9: HR
11: will it's just it actually just uh as a reclassification of how that information is presented in the financial statements okay. instead of showing the additions to your compensated absences balance and the reductions i believe it's net Okay. Um, so it's just a presentation. It's, I don't think it's anything that HR will really need to, 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 to do anything with. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, really okay. the, the, the big reason why they issued that is because over the course of time, they've never really addressed compensated absences and we've got all kinds of different ways to, to pay leave or, or leave types okay. now. And so that's just kind of what, they, what they've done to address that. Okay,
11: that's all I had. Thank
0: you. Ms. Tham, anything you want to add?
11: no i uh i'm glad it went smoothly and i will work on uh that last finding that's the only one i haven't been able to uh to tackle yet but i'll i'll work with the elected officials and other departments to get you that know,
0: I, I was thinking well, so much for a short agenda i was thinking uh if you send the notification to them of the finding Commissioners and then they come back and say, Well, I could do it better if I had <laughs> Oh, that's
11: coming. Should we time that after the budget presentations?
9: And <laughs> so I mean we are alive. Be so. careful what you ask for, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
11: Absolutely.
0: That that could be a response, but hopefully everybody wants to, you know, once you know better, you do mm-hmm. better. So so let's at least send the notification down to see what feedback we get. Yes. But Absolutely. just know that at budget time they may come with us and say, Well, you know that that note you all sent over? Yeah. I could I could make that happen if I had a half more part time or whatever, so, so just 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 trying to think ahead. think ahead. Thank you so much. Good job. Congratulations on your thank first sir. full audit, Sam. Thank you, guys. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Scott, thank you so for presenting. Thank you all. Yeah. Good job. You do the,
9: in good clarity. We appreciate that. Thanks. We Appreciate that. Mr. Chair, I, I just wanted to to our whole staff. Thank y'all for everything y'all do. I mean, y- y'all are here every day to to and y'all are in it. And and while the presentation was going on, I just, I mean, y'all kept a poker face, and I'm sitting there like every last one of y'all should have been smiling, because <laughs> y'all have done a great job for, for the county. So we definitely appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Liberty County proud, Liberty County proud. Absolutely. All right, speaking of Liberty County, we have a historic courthouse next door uh, that uh, has Catching the attention of several people. Uh, Sometimes, just for identity purposes, I said the building with the clock on the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, speaking of the clock, the clock hadn't been functional since how long, Commissioner yeah. Walden? It's never been
9: functional. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it turn around and around.
6: So, <laughs> <laughs> a good time. so <laughs> let's see what Mr. Branch can bring our way. <laughs> well, apparently it was <laughs> fixed and then it got struck by lightning oh. three years after it was fixed, right? That's let's take it down. Mm-hmm. Uh so You're right twice a day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe a video screen up there, around video screen or something. <laughs> but anyhow, all right, fun. we're gonna start with uh well first of all, let me he- give you a little uh fill in about uh how we got here. Um I got a call a f- month or two ago from a um guy that just he just finished up, I think he's still working on the uh Evans County Courthouse restoration. It's kind of a, he does, started out in the um, power, um, what you call that, where you spray in buildings for clean and stuff like Persuasion. that, all around. Persuasion. Does big buildings and things. But anyhow, he has a passion about histor- uh, restoring things, and he just started with asking some connection to Claxton, I'm not sure. But uh, but he just asked them about it, and they are finishing up about $29,000. And I'll show you a video of how the Evans County Courthouse looks, and we're, we're going to look first at how we look and where we want to at the end. But uh, anyhow, this is just starting out, showing you. And I um, all I did was I climbed up the outside of the building, With a rope and threw it around the top there and (laughs) just pulled it, just kind of climbed up there and took some of these pictures. Just just so you know how I got them. Did the coastal car occasion that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just hung off the side. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one. This is just showing some of the, uh, I mean, you know, has it been 10 years, longer? At least 10. 10, um, next, Next slide showing some you'll see some the uh, worst and then go to uh, six here this is just showing the on the top there and all this is wood as far as I know all of that um, materials on there okay go to number the next one that's the very uh, top part that kind of looks like it might have uh, could have been struck and I don't know how you could prevent that in the future other than maybe a, a um, what do you call those, lightning arresters? Right. I don't even know if that would take it out because it, it definitely has done damage. And then that's the final shot there. Now I've got, he he's sent me multiple ones with all this. Um, and uh, you basically got two separate things, the tower restoration and then the clock. Now, I know Evans County took around thirty I talked to the um, Casey Burkhalter just before the meeting today the um, county administrator over there and he's very pleased with this guy's work and everything and then the pricing and everything. I don't know how much they tested around he just you know it's just something he see if he sees it he pointed it he uh, pointed it out he, I think he called Phil Odom first and then Phil sent him to me, to talk to him. But uh, his his work looks great to me. In fact, let's go ahead and play that video he did. This is the Evans County. <laughs> Just gives you a little overview, and they went back with the gold. I don't know if they had silver before, and it's kind of assumed that ours was gold. I don't know if that's just regular gold paint or or what I it is. I don't think
9: it's plated.
6: Huh? You don't think so? <laughs> no, 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 not plated. Yeah, but uh, but anyhow, that uh, is how theirs uh, and the, and their courthouse was coming up on the hundredth anniversary. That's kind of what they had uh, uh, it, with that part got done. And they are actually kind of doing it in reverse. They, rep- they repaired their uh, clock and clock tower, and now they're getting funds to do the courthouse itself versus the other way. But, uh, and I don't know how much the actual mechanism would be to, but I suspect the whole thing would probably be close to 50,000 now. My plan would be to have it completed by end of year of 26, because February 5th of 27 is our 250th anniversary of the founding of Liberty County. Mm It would be nice. I'm sure we're going to have some other things, but that would be one of the projects that would be nice to to restore the – I don't have a lot of details or anything. I just wanted to kind of present it, where we're at. And if anybody wants to get up in there, David uh, O'Hagan can take you up there. <laughs> if you want to hang out on the outside and <laughs> check it out yourself.
11: Yeah, but right. uh, they, they had a clock on each side. Our, we only have the one clock.
6: Front and back, isn't
0: it? Is it front and oh, back? It, should, it should, be back. Two. should
11: two. Two is On mm-hmm. that one in Evansville, like they had Four. And, um, um, you think yeah. the fifty thousand is going to fix the clock? No, that's just to fix the.
6: No, I, he's Evans County, same size basically was twenty nine thousand for the, the structure, making. not without the clock.
11: Without the clock,
6: okay. So I was just kind of.
11: Mm-hmm.
6: Twenty thousand for the class.
11: Okay, I wouldn't do.
6: I probably wouldn't to do too good 20, if I was a alone. contractor. <laughs> <laughs> like we Pulling a figure out there. The same contractor uh, looks so much alike.
11: Yeah, they do.
2: Yeah,
6: of but. Uh, Randy, did they uh, um,
2: lift that thing that off the top yeah. of the building and put it? I
6: believe it he did. I, I actually do have a picture that was in the Claxton uh, Enterprise showing a big crane when they were up there um, that they took down, uh, and I guess it was just that part of the structure. I don't – I'm almost certain they didn't take the whole thing down and fix it and then put it back back up, but he –
2: But the metal, you feel like it's good? Would need to be replaced?
6: Don't know. I would have to – I just – I'm just kind of going on what their other clock, their tower repairs were, and it was in similar shape um, to this one. And he did the same thing over there. He just saw the need in Evans County and contacted the uh, county administrator, and then they, I guess, they voted to go ahead and do it in anticipation of their hundredth anniversary of the of the courthouse. Where are the county? It might be the county uh, courthouse there. Yeah.
2: Judd did that last, didn't
5: he? That's right, so what we were just talking about. Um, actually, Buckley and Associates were involved when we did the restoration process over there.
2: But the metal, I thought Judd Bright was the...
5: And, and we we should have the architectural drawings on that, so to see how it connects to the roof surface and whether ours, you know, it, it may, may or may not be the same roof surface yeah. connectivity. Um, we, you know, I made a note to get with David. We were talking about actually. I think the thing you'd, you'd want to do if we undertake that project, I mean, obviously, it's where you start and stop. So, you know, you need to do a complete clean, which it needs complete cleaning of the courthouse roof itself, not just on the cupola, but but everywhere, um, to be able to do that. But it'd be interesting to look, be able to get you a list of what we need to do to do that. Well, I certainly, mean, by certainly by yeah, the
2: one one thing. That's definitely got to be looked at. Is where the employees are going to go when we knock a hole in the top? <laughs> <laughs> top we pulled it off before. You put a tarp over it. you will be fine. fine. There weren't that many people in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we put a
5: temporary cover on it. Uh, the other thing to look, I know. But, well, just you know, several things
0: look out. Randy, you said yes, sir. We re- receive funding.
6: So there's some. The thing. county paid for it. I
0: thought you had fund another funding source.
6: Uh, might be. Could very well be. I, I don't know. Um, have, I haven't really researched that. It's a historical building, and it's a historic. Um, this is certainly historic, so it's just hard to say. There's lots of funds out there, but a lot of them are for sp- specific things. <laughs> they don't all cover like, you know, they say, you know, if you're a museum, you... Make a grant request. We're going to pay it (laughs) to you. You got to be doing this, this, and this um, to to get that. Um, And usually, that um, a lot of it involves education and things like that, that after school programs and stuff that nonprofits are doing. But just something. um, Well, thank you for you for that. And uh, if y'all don't mind, I've got a couple more things, and I'll let you go. I'm not going to be long. I promise. All right, let's go on over to the, uh... yeah, we can do that first, and then we'll do the other. Okay. Just wanted to give you all a quick overview of where our historical project is at. Um, Can I do this? Just hit. Wrong way. There we go. Just letting you know, we've uh, uh, completed all of our architectural drawings, working on the HVAC and mechanical drawings to get ready to present it to the planning department. Um, we are hoping uh, first part of uh, April get started on the very back room, the third room, the last edition, which, uh, We just kind of named it real creative there with room one, room two, and room three. uh, And have that uh, completed. And then start our main exhibition space is going to be on room one, the very front. Uh, And our idea uh, is to, we're going to focus on the 250th anniversary uh, of the United States and Liberty County focusing on that probably would be a big portion of the of the room and then one other little project for something uh what i would hope to do is be able to change out uh the the presentations fairly instead of having a lot of small presentations kind of go in depth with each uh like here the 250th we could have one on old cities of fort stewart we could have uh the Wally Indians, St. Catharines Island. Um, we could do uh, reconstruction, uh, you know, just any civil rights movement here. But I do understand there wasn't a whole lot of, of uh, uh, protest and things here, or, I, or that's what I've been told. There were some, <laughs> but not, uh, not like some of the other cities um, that were. I mean, it's just all kinds of different things that we can, and th- all those would probably be six month uh, uh, staying up there. Also, I'm planning on make doing a more contemporary look. Um, when you walk in, on your right would be a video wall, which is a lot of gonna be a lot of money there to 25 to 50 thousand for the. But I think it would engage younger people a little bit more on that side, and you can swap it out to whatever your main focus is up front. You could do a video uh, to work on that. And then the final project on there uh, is finishing up the center room, which uh, is gonna be basically a classroom type of setting. Uh, We'll probably have some video I kind of see doing stuff like this, doing five or six of these and kind of have a, instead of using the videos, using the uh, projector systems uh, to do something there. Uh, and here, here's the two things at the bottom here, are the 250 years of, of uh, Liberty County and then the early history up to the uh, decoration. But all of this is the idea is going to be to keep stuff fresh changing it out, not have a, we don't have very many actual artifacts <laughs> to display. It'd be great to have that kind of stuff, but it's just not, it's all, you know, anything from St. Catharines is stored in Fernbank in Atlanta or somewhere else related, but you can still tell the story of what happened there and about the uh, uh, the village that was uncovered and the church there and and all the. Things that David Hurst, his group found over there. Uh, but the idea is to get all that going, and then be ready to open on April 1st of 26. We've got a lot, lot to do between now and then. But I just wanted to give you all uh, that, and also to thank you immensely for the splash grant that we had. I appreciate your. That's going to go a long ways into getting this. That was definitely the most expensive room with the bathrooms to be torn out and redone uh, back there. So uh, once that is done, the other two rooms are basically walls and ceiling. They're not plumbing. (laughs) That plumbing and and the electrical stuff, the electrical and the heating and air is gonna be all that's gonna be replaced. And then in the and also those back room, and I do have a if anybody's interested, I do have the blueprints uh, where we're at right now. The back of the building room will be primarily two large vaults for storing, humidity controlled uh, artifacts, stuff like that, that we can put it into. Does anybody have any questions on that?
0: Oh, sir,
6: Thank you, sir. We and I got one more thing. <laughs> one more, okay. Susie. King Taylor Square. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. This is Sunday. I'm sure hopefully all of you are aware of it.
0: Saturday. Saturday.
6: Saturday. I'm sorry. Super Museum. It's But if any of you are going, I'm speaking. I'm speaking to be able to borrow my uh, wife's Suburban or somebody else's. It is a big to-do. I would like for city right of Savannah to have given a little more Liberty County credit <laughs> in the article. <laughs> but on the uh, the back page there, there's a section there about her being born into slavery in Liberty County. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it's it is a big going from a staunch segregationist, I guess you'd call him, I don't know. Uh, John C. Calhoun to, to, I mean, it's just really amazing. Well, <laughs> I don't know when that was put I up, have to, up, I assume I have to right some, after the Civil War. Yes, Gets about their props. They've
0: invited me to come and speak, Christine. and Hermina Glass Hill is also gonna speak. So they'll be living, we're gonna make sure they know that she was born in Liberty mm. County.
6: The yeah. uh, other thing I don't know if me told you Mm-hmm. I heard that. And they may come and look at busy. Uh, mm-hmm. She's been working on redoing mm-hmm. the exhibit and everything. Mm-hmm. And Phil, <clears throat> Phil Odom he's he's always in there trying to do. Other uh, than he burnt his arm with that, so. oh, man. wow. out a week or Tripped up. Uh, burning some he did have a permit. <laughs> so he <had> a permit <laughs> and he tripped and on <laughs> some coals and uh-huh. and then he didn't go to the doctor for several days and uh-huh. almost got infected. So uh-huh. But, uh, but anyhow, he's, he's doing uh, uh, much, much, much better with that and everything. But that's all I got. Thank you, sir. That's for good right stuff. Now.
0: Good stuff. Well wishes on the uh, progress of the museum. We're looking
6: forward to April
0: 2026. Yep. It'll
6: be here before you know it. it will. It
0: will.
6: And, and just reemphasizing again, that's 20, July 4th is our nation's 250th. And February 5th of 27 Mm. is our county's 250th Mm. anniversary. We have to have a party. Yep.
2: Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask Randy. uh, At one time, there was some discussion uh, surrounding the the flags and all for the National Guard, and nobody, I, I think maybe... Homer Smith had them, and then Mr. Stewart had them, and they were gonna try to put them in, you know, somewhere in, the, in Liberty County's historical area. Yeah,
6: me and Mr. Wayne talked about all that, and we may, I don't know where they're, we have some stuff upstairs over on Commerce Street, and that'll probably be, you know, just, you got the, the room is large, but uh, to do justice to to any particular topic you're covering and, and i think doing different to- topics that may be a, a main focus area at one point in time talking about that you know putting up all the information about the liberty and the truth into one uh major exhibit instead of having, and that's just and then i had in my mind every six months or so rotate it out give people a reason to come back mm-hmm. you know it's, it's, there's we call static museums where stuff stays the same. You got a bunch of old stuff that you can tell the story about on and on. But once you've been there, there's not a lot of a new new information that's being found out. But you know, I want to try to do a focus job on the whatever we're we're doing that time and keep it rotating through, uh, where people could come back and Uh, There'll be, you know, if you wanted to do some research on a certain thing we've done previously, we'll have all that information recorded or whatever. The, uh, when I was talking about the video screens, I've also would be uh, thinking about each of those video things would have like an iPad down at the bottom on a little platform that you couldn't take with you. (laughs) And anybody could reach up there key in information if they wanted to find out, you know, that, well, they, they would be be keyed in, they would be probably selecting from a list would probably be the better way to do that. And they could pull up and see on the video screen information from all kinds of sources that's out there about that topic. Okay,
0: so, so take, take the advantage before you uh, leave us and give uh, the, the listening or the watching audience contact information for the Liberty County Historical Society. If they want to contact you all, now's your chance to to tell those out in TV land
6: yeah.
0: how to make that contact.
6: Yeah. 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 I think there will be a good crowd at the uh, yeah. at the. Uh, yeah. there yeah. from all over. Yeah. No, I'm talking about if they want to
0: to contact you or Phil oh, or, yeah. or me. Yeah.
6: How would how do that now? What, what's the best point of contact? Me would be. Uh, email or uh, I need to kind of, I need to update mine, see what I got on our website. Well, tell you what,
0: get that to Joe and he put it on our website and we'll put that out there.
6: Okay. Let's do it that way. I think on your website, there already is a connection. We have a link. To the, to ours. uh, Yeah. uh, Liberty but I'm not sure it has my stuff, but I'll give it, give it to you. I'm, I'm usually who people contact and different things. The uh, we got libertyhistory.net. We did have libertyhistory.org, and then somebody in India bought it. Now they want to sell it back to us I'll for three thousand bucks. IT is on
0: it. It's IT is <laughs> on 000. it. He, he pulled it up, did he? She it. pulled it up for he you. He pulled it's it up.
11: up, yeah.
6: It's still for sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. I don't got stuff. Oh yeah, there you go. He got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we may yeah. try to buy it back that was uh, all
0: right thank you sir righty. thank back. you yes sir hope to see you saturday <laughs> all right proposal claudia lane water water extensions mr long
8: yes sir uh, we received bids for waterline extension for claudia lane uh, we received three bids uh, palm coast platinum paving and Shamgar. Shamgar had a, a real bad <laughs> mistake in their uh, calculations, which resulted in an outrageous grand total. But uh, the number they had presented was $396,883, which was still higher than the low bidder. Um, so the lowest responsible bidder on this is Palm Coast Utilities, they do a great job for us. Uh, their price is $334,770. We do include an optional graded out of base material um, to replace the stone that we have on uh, Claudia Lane. Uh, most likely, we won't use all of that. Um, we'll probably use just a fraction of that. Uh, but not knowing who was going to do the work and how it was all going to be done, I had to make sure that I covered our basis on that. So um, what I'd like to do is recommend that we Entering a contract with Palm Coast Utilities for three hundred thirty-four thousand seven hundred seventy dollars, Mr. Brown did look into the funding, and we have some ARPA funds and some sales tax funds uh, that will be able to cover the cost.
4: Do you know, <clears throat> do you know, uh, Trent, Mr. Chairman, do you That's know it. when, um, when they get started on this.
8: Well, I mean, probably next 30, 45 days, because we'll still have to do uh, contracts to them. They'll have. 10 working days to get the bid bonds back. And by the time we have a uh, pre-construction conference and they get pipe ordered, you know, best possible case 30, 45 days.
4: Just call me when they, when they on the way down there so I could call Fred. <laughs> so we need to go ahead
8: and schedule a party. Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay.
0: We could do that. It's been a long time coming. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Chair motions motion.
4: District.
7: uh
4: district. One pushing it, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back you. <in. laughs> Mr. Chairman, I uh, make a motion that we approve uh, the bid from <coughs> Palm Coast for $334,707 for the Claudia Lane water line extension project. I
1: second.
0: Motion and second. We approve the bid as presented in the amount of three hundred thirty-four thousand seven hundred seven dollars for the Claudia Lane water extension. to make, to make some folk happy. Okay. Uh, any further discussions all in favor show of hands please motion passes now thank but you very much thank You'll you for have persevering one, thank, you thank you all time coming A- on that one. appointments
4: okay um i'll handle that mr chairman uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, i'm clearing my throat too uh, uh we've um have two uh, board appointments, uh, the Board of Assessors and the Board of Elections, and um, the committee uh, composed of um, Commissioner Walden, Commissioner Jones, and myself. We've had these applications for <laughs> uh, <laughs> two, to, two to three weeks now. We, we were prepared to make uh, our um, recommendations at the last meeting, but um, I was out of town and um, Commissioner Walden was as well. So we... Um, postponed it to today. But um, I'll go with the, the Board of Assessors first. Um, we've um, reviewed the applicant applications, and um, by our, uh, a majority vote, uh, we recommend that um, for the Assessors Board, Ms. Susan Amos. That's, a motion, Mr. Chairman.
0: That's, that's your it's a recommendation and a motion, Commissioner Gillett. Yes, okay. And there's a second from Commissioner Walden for Further discussion all in favor, show of hands, please. To re- Miss Susan Amons. to
4: Amons. Amons
0: okay. to the tax assessor board, she is appointed. Thank you, sir. Okay, Libby County Board of Elections, and
4: Mr. Chairman, for the Board of Elections, um, also with after reviewing the applications and um, some communications with the election committee. Um, our recommendation and the motion is that we appoint Mr. Jeffrey Porter to the Liberty County Board of Elections.
0: Uh, a motion, and is there a second?
2: I'll second it, Mr. Chairman. A
0: motion, second, that we appoint Mr. Jeffrey Porter to the Liberty County Board of Elections. Any further discussion on that? All in favor then, show of hands. All right, Mr. Jeffrey Porter will attain that position. All right, Does that complete your? Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. One opposed. One opposed? Okay. OK. okay. All right.
9: Mr. Chair, j- just a quick question. Uh, Mr. Porter's, uh, who's.
4: Never mind. I'll talk later. District. No, it's not. Right, district. Right, I, I know who's. Doing. No. Not, this is not a district appointment, though, is it? Right, that's what i think. Right. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because I, I know
9: we have that Republican. In yeah.
0: All right, administrative report. Yes,
5: really, really just a reminder about the ACCG annual conference coming up, and I believe Ms. Tart has sent out some preliminary information on it, but very time-sensitive, as it always is, especially if accommodations are needed, so if y'all could, please let her know uh, what you wanna do there.
0: Uh, Any... Other than the Saturday event, um, I think I'm forgetting an upcoming community event, but it'll it'll come back to me. Um, We were going to set up a meeting with the mayors, especially the new ones. I know we meet with uh, Mayor Hayes sometime soon. Yes, sir. Um,
9: I I, I had an opportunity. Did you? Okay. And then also, uh, had opportunity to go to the Allenhurst City Council meeting yesterday. Yeah. yeah, an opportunity to meet the mayor and the council. And the council. Yeah.
1: All
7: right. So, uh, All right. Mr. Chair, what well, we talked about, you and Mr. Brown we're trying to establish a meeting with the mayor of uh, Riceboro, and <clears throat> I think I just sent an email out. So. Okay, and um, And we gotta
0: do our ride around. Yeah, we need to do our ride around. Yeah, okay, all right, and that's a good order? Chairman Taylor, yes sir.
2: I I know we have in the past on some of these appointments, people leave, some people get taken off or whatever, but I hope we're still sending out a letter of appreciation for the time that they're there and, Mm and Piggyback on that, the new ones. Let's make sure that you know everybody understands they're appointed by this board, even though they may work for another group. But they're appointed by this board, and they represent this board. So let's just make sure that, um, <coughs> you know, that they, we give our heart and soul sometimes into something. We want to make sure everybody else does the same thing. So.
0: Yeah. And I want to recommend, we discussed that earlier, that if if for people who, this is certainly not law, it's just an observation of my time being in government. If you have interest in government, uh, committee appointments is a good way to learn about how government works. That's a good place to start, taking the committee appointments, whether it be county or city or whoever have those, that's an excellent (laughs) way to find out how government works is by uh, soliciting uh, committee appointments and I'm honored that uh, John McIver started the process where I was a publicized and that the general public has the opportunity to apply and be considered listening if you don't make the cut try it again you know, try it again there's, there's, there's no limit on that but we do ask that you please investigate what the appointment requires yep. to ensure you can fulfill the requirements yep. and that you are present because absenteeism is not permitted you know, high absenteeism, it's you know, not permitted. So, but by all means, uh, those in general public, please look at the positions that are publicized and consider and apply for those. All right. Chair and the motion to adjourn. I move. Second. Thank Second. you. All in Second. favor? All
1: right. Thank you. Thank you.